0: Da, hmm. fireheads. Da, 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 da Yes. All right. All right. A great way to start with a little Indiana Jones theme song. I, I always would love to when I enter a room. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Little something, maybe kind of like your your walk up. Music for oh yeah hit something like that.
1: Well, I totally think of walk-up music for baseball all the time. But yeah, walking into into a room, room. you got
0: (laughs) (laughs) maybe a little much. Uh, Maybe, but hey, another episode, another episode of Godfather. Thanks for tuning in. So excited that you have joined us again. We recognize that there are. Thousands and thousands of podcasts out there. Approximately seven hundred
1: fifty thousand. Uh, approximately
0: 000, is, is what we've heard.
1: And uh, and this show is devoted usually to one of those podcasts yeah. and uh, just discussing them, what inspires us, what we learned, and then we kind of summarize that for you. Uh, and and you know you can listen in on our fodder and banter. Yep. Although today we're doing something a little special. It's a, it's a- it's a switch it up, or Just,
0: whatever we yep, call it. Exactly. A fun you, fodder.
1: Yeah, fun fodder. Yep. Um, throwing throwing you a, a curve of, uh, of, of hero fodder.
0: Okay. Hero fodder. We do have a text, because it's it's good to have a, a context uh, s- surrounding what we're going to talk about. So we'll get there. But it is. It's, it's superheroes. It's hopefully going to have some fun. We're going to get you thinking about heroes and villains, and we'll talk about a few of our own. But first... Keith is in the hot seat. Bring it. And this one's going to be a little bit lengthy, but I think it's going to have some payoff in the end. All right? Okay. So, which superhero are you? So, this is going to be about five questions or so. The unfortunate part is it also has nine options. So, <laughs> you got to be a good listener. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Uh, or cut me off again and we'll, we'll see where this goes. All right. Question number one. Which club did you want to lead in high school? The AV club the Drama Club, 4-H Club, Student Council, Speech and Debate, Fashion, Art, Community Service, or Future Business Leaders of America?
1: Well, I will answer uh, with the one that I actually did lead oh. as the senior class president. Yes, yes. Uh, student,
0: student Council counsel, then? Yes. okay. We're, we're on our way. Next question. What is your biggest weakness? You're too sensitive. You love too hard. You need too much control. <laughs> <laughs> you you love attention. Now you gotta narrow. <laughs> hand. You love. All right. So the fourth one was you love attention. You rely on others too much. You're too big picture. You try to do too much. Your ego, or you're too trusting. let uh, this hit you. Your biggest weakness. Gosh.
1: Um. I, I. It's hard because I've tried to find ways for these to become strengths over the years. So I am very sensitive, um, or I used to be, and I kind of still am. Okay. Um. I don't think it's the needing attention, but uh, God, can you just say them
0: real fast yep. again? Too sensitive, love too hard, too much control, love attention, rely on others, big picture. Try to do too much ego or trusting, too trusting. I think it's,
1: yeah, I don't know. I'd be interested what my what my uh, family <laughs> friends would say. It's 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 between uh, too sensitive and big picture. So I'm gonna go with um, uh, what's gotten me more into trouble. Um, probably big picture, too okay. big picture.
0: All right, we're gonna. We're going to be here all night. I know, sorry, sorry. All right, this is an odd question. There are a couple of them that are odd. Pick a troubled Leonardo DiCaprio to save. (laughs) Would you save him from Inception, The Departed, What's Eating Gilbert Grape, Man in the Iron Mask, Romeo and Juliet, Titanic, The Avatar, The Basketball Diaries, or Oscar-less Leo? What I would save him from? Yes. Pick a troubled Leonardo DiCaprio. A
1: troubled Leonardo. Um, I'll I'll just say Titanic. Okay. Get him ne- out of the water.
0: I'm never going to let you go. I'm not going to let you go. How do you usually laugh on the internet? Capital LOL or lowercase LOL? <laughs> LOL. LOL, LOL. <laughs> ha! 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 hehe he. huh lose um, I don't laugh I don't know what that one is L-U-L-C. I prefer the
1: cry laughing emoji yeah, but that is not a that choice is true. Um,
0: I've seen it a couple times did you do like do you do one of these uh,
1: yeah I I think I'm probably more the
0: capital LOL okay your boss or teachers would describe you as flexible. Passionate, determined, easy to get along with, empathetic, a big dreamer, too obsessed with work, diplomatic or hilarious. Um, I'm. I'm.
1: It's between uh, big dreamer and passionate, but I would say
0: I am passionate. Okay. Pick a type of French fry. Normal fries, truffle fies, fries, waffle fries, sweet potato fries, thick cut fries, shoestring fries, curly fries, chili cheese fries, or poutine. Uh, I'll go with the sweet potato fries. Sweet potato fries. All right. This is going to be really interesting. This is going to gonna be really interesting. Are. These are what is the worst thing you've ever lied about? Being sick? Liking someone's clothes? Grandma dying, which is horrible. <laughs> Telling someone that you're listening when you aren't. Seeing a movie you actually haven't seen. Being in a relationship. Being in a relationship but only to get someone to leave you alone. Being five minutes away or liking someone's cooking. What's Ooh, the worst thing you lied about? Worst thing I've lied about. Um.
1: Jeez. Uh, probably
0: being sick. Being sick, okay. All right, getting there. Which sitcom would you best fit into? Would you be a part of Seinfeld, part of The Simpsons, Modern Family, Community, Parks and Recreation, 30 Rock, Friends, The Office, or How I Met Your Mother? Office? Oh my gosh. I mean, some of those, you can... I know. You'd be (laughs) applicable to a lot of them. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. uh let's do let's do seinfeld okay all right this next one you're gonna just have to go with your gut so okay. the question is pick a beautiful word lithe penumbra susurrus, ebullience I had to look up some of these. <laughs> Couldn't even tell you the definitions on all of them. Um, I lurify, diaphanous, ferric, labyrinthine, and house, house, halcyon. Uh jeez. Again, the question is a beautiful word. Beautiful word. If I pronounce that um, well enough. Let's go with eb- ebulence. Okay. Almost there. How will you cure your hangover? Will you sleep it off, have some coffee, french fries, powering through all the greasy breakfast foods, sunglasses and aspirin, fast food, pickles, though I don't know why there's a question mark on that one, and a drink or a drink. A sleep. Sleep it off. Okay. You, sir, are Green Lantern. Okay. So let's see if this makes (laughs) sense. All right. You have an imagination that old, rich CEOs would probably pay a lot of money to harness. In fact, there's so much potential in that brain of yours that you could be pretty much anything you want to be. CEO, rocket scientist, actual rocket. And don't get me started on what you can do with a tub of Legos. Does that fit? That's little, cool. A little bit. I, I kind of like so it. So here's this. Think Think what you know about me. Yeah. I'm Wolverine. Okay. You're a straight shooter, but you don't trust people very easily. Hmm. That's the, that's something that, in your opinion, needs to be earned. You've got something of a tough exterior, but you're a good person. And if you come across as a little too gruff sometimes, well, that's only because you're focusing the energy you'd use to be nice on stuff that's more important. Oh, my gosh. Really? I mean, that's... Isn't that crazy God, how that, accurate that yes. is? Mine a little bit more. Yours is, yours is there, but it's a little bit porky yeah yeah right I
1: mean I definitely have big imagination and um I mean that that was tracking for that first first half I don't i don't remember the the second half, of yeah, it, I was like, oh yeah, I'm definitely the imagination. It's just, in, in fact,
0: the, potential. You have just potential in your brain. You got a lot of things yeah, going like, on in your head, which is which is true. Well, and I like to
1: create, yeah. So I think that's where they were. Which is the, at, Lego, with the thing. Lego thing. I, I know. love I love creating, and yeah, um, yeah No, I don't I, know I how that
0: fits Green Lantern per se, or yeah. Wolverine, and I don't know the Green Lantern at all, so I, I really don't either. But super interesting, very. So if you're looking for that, listeners. Uh, it's buzzfeed.com, and then again, or just search "Which superhero are you?" and it's a little lengthy as yeah. you, as you listen to, but really kind of interesting, They're very fascinating. Yeah. yeah, wow. Oh, so great! All questions. right, give give that a shot, listeners. So we're gonna we've, we're gonna bring back um, something that we haven't done for a little while—a okay. segment that um, is near and dear to us. But man, we've we've given it a little rest. It's seen red, Herd. So, uh, Mister Long. What have you been reading? What have you been watching? What have you been listening to? Well, let's see. Um, I recently finished uh, the
1: book. The, I you know I read so much uh, over the last two years, but uh, this last year I really I haven't been reading uh, as many books cover to cover as sure. I did. Uh, I've been focusing more on writing, but. The book that I did read cover to cover finally over a uh, summer vacation a couple weeks ago was uh, Chuck Klosterman's Fargo Rock City, okay. and it was just a really fun read. And it was uh, he was talking about all the the music of uh, the '80s and '90s of, of rock bands hmm. and what made them loved or hated, uh, and it was it was um, just you know ridiculous and hilarious and. Informative, uh, and and my brother and I, my older brother and I, we shared a lot of the same musical tastes, and you know it was mostly because he just passed down whatever he was listening to. Yeah, um, and it was just kind of be like, Dude, I hadn't heard of this band. Did you heard of this band? And then you know, kind of so kind of trying to like wrap our heads around some of the bands that were supposedly going on at the time. Yeah, when we were into music and in high school and. Uh, so it was just it was really fun and uh, I highly recommend it for any any rock uh, you know heads out there anyone cool. who's in in the rock music especially like the some of the glam uh, rock uh, you know like and and the hard rock like Guns N Roses yeah. and um, you know uh, Warrant Cinderella like yeah. some of those cool. those 80s so, Some bands. nostalgia for Exactly you. Yeah. so
0: that was a really good really good book how okay. about you So I uh if you recall, you talked about um, keeping track of the books that you've read. So mm-hmm. I've started to do that a little bit uh, because I'm trying to vary the professional books I need to read and the personal books. And so it's the learning and enjoying and, and whatnot. So a, a, f- a friend of mine uh, said I should read Orbiting the Giant Hairball. Have you heard of that at <laughs> Never all? Never heard of it. Probably not. I hadn't either. Mm. Well, and and it's 1998. So it's um, getting getting up there a little bit. Uh, the the subtitle being a corporate fool's guide to surviving with grace. Hmm. So, really, I'm I'm only halfway through, but I didn't want to talk about it because I'm super interested in. Um, he, so the hairball is like society. It's, it's in this case corporate corporate world, and you get mesmerized, you get controlled, you get you get sucked into having to be who they want you to be. You lose your creativity, and so you must fight, sir. You must fight, and you must get to orbit around it so you can maintain some some of who you are um, and provide yourself um, at this last part. He's talking about having courage to, to be that. Um, courage to... Be open to admitting sometimes that you're an idiot. Courage to cross borders. We need much courage if we are to respond successfully to consequences of exploring beyond authorities, sometimes beneficial, sometimes detrimental boundaries. If we are to grow, we must explore. Oh, so I'm true. I'm like, oh. So he's, he's actually telling some things that are part of his life and what he's gone through, and yet he's got this this metaphor, this idea of, uh, the hairball, and that you're going to want to orbit around that giant hairball. So I'd recommend that. I think you'd really yeah, like that Yeah, let me borrow that when yeah, you're done. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's some that's So some that's good what I'm actually right reading there. right here, right now.
1: Yeah. Oh, um, well, and it's just so good to see you, like, be passionate about it, you know, that you're, like, really into it. I love. <laughs> yeah. I love when we find books that you just can't put down and mm-hmm. you want to talk about, and, um, and you know highlight and underline and tie in I mean that and that's kind of the one of the parts that I love about my job is is you know when I read something I can file it away and then uh, you know incorporate it into sure. a sermon or a, or a study or something you know yeah. um, or, or writing you know like it's and that I just love and that I think Authors just they make us who we are. Yeah. So that's 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 sweet. Yeah,
0: it really is. I'm I'm excited. I've been wanting to read it, so I did. I just went to the library, grabbed it around. Um, let's do one more. What? What? Something that you're listening to, or something that um you've seen? Uh, well, listening to
1: um, I did just binge a couple of uh, podcasts. Okay. Uh, I binged uh, the first season of Serial. Okay. Um, Yeah which was a spinoff of This American Life and um, it is fascinating and disturbing um, and really, really good. Yeah. So highly recommend the first season of Serial uh, and it's... Um, I think they have a couple of different seasons. I think they're up to three seasons. Yep. And I started the second one the second season but it wasn't as captivating okay. at least initially as this first one. Uh, I also listened to... Inside the Exorcist, which okay. is a behind-the-scenes look um, of uh, of the movie The Exorcist, the story of The Exorcist, and it was just bone-chilling, mm-hmm. terrifying, spooky, creepy, fascinating. That's great. And if you if you like just a good spook. Um, Check that out, yeah. and especially if you've seen this movie. Uh, and and you know, I I I have to admit, I don't I don't think I have seen it. Okay. Um, I clips I, maybe maybe clips, but now I honestly don't know that I want to see yeah, it. Yeah, After hearing <laughs> all about it, so that was uh, that was really good. Okay. Uh, and of course, I've also uh, just started. Uh, just came out, but I've i just started watching uh, Stranger Things season okay, three.
0: Three. so no, Yep. Yeah. Not quite there yet. Yeah. So. Uh, Again, gathering on podcasts and doing a podcast, so th- those true crime, that serial, I just saw something about mm. this where those are really becoming very popular. They're, they're getting mm-hmm. to the top of these 750,000 different podcasts. People are really interested in hearing about those, and, and for whatever reason, the, um, the source was talking about that females – tend to like them even mm-hmm. a little bit more than males and again i don't have the numbers or whatnot yeah. but i just found that a little bit interesting too and they talk to some people and like why do you like it and it's those details yeah. i'm like huh so i've been listening to try to expand and get ready even just for this particular episode and so there are there are so many out there yeah uh, and i listened to one that was called heroes and villains and trying to see if there was anything interesting about that. And it was, uh, I did did an episode about Gandalf the, it was about Lord of the Rings, and specifically about Gandalf. Yeah. And then um, it was about nerd, I forget the title of it, nerds and geeks related to superheroes Mm -hmm. and and whatnot. And so they were talking about, which was pretty interesting actually, villains and heroes and anti-heroes. Yeah. So anti-heroes being, so they're not necessarily villains, but they certainly aren't heroes, and why are they doing what they're doing? Which we'll probably yeah. touch a little bit on as we. Yeah. The first one when you mentioned this.
1: that, the first one that came to mind was Walter White. Yeah. Uh, from Breaking
0: Bad, antihero. Yeah. So, listen to a bunch of them again. I'm a little biased for the ones that we we talk about. I, yeah. I certainly like ours. Yeah. Um, but the, anyone can grab, a, <laughs> yeah, grab some time and put it put a show out there. So we, again, yeah. I'll, I'll plug. Uh, our thank you again to to you fodderheads for for listening in into us so let's get after a little bit let us okay. so our our pod fodder again is uh is about superheroes um we're going to talk about superheroes and villains and our text is actually called the psychology of superheroes and if you're looking for it um it's at psychreg.org, dot org which is an interesting i don't even know where that um domain would have come from but it's kind of a bunch of blogs and this is Heather Ness and she's just talking about uh, thinking and how psychology is a part of superhero stories and and whatnot and so a couple things that struck me was how that superheroes and their the stories that they take part in their fiction is a reflection of our reality and Mm -hmm. what Probably a little bit of escapism, and probably mm-hmm. what we're thinking, and that's what becomes universal about it. Mm-hmm. We all want to we all want the you know good to conquer over evil yep. um I, we were kidding about it at the beginning, but there's usually now you get to television and movies and just some cool theme songs and yes she she just talks about that's in all of us in some way shape, or form yeah there's a reason why we
1: that people keep flocking to the theater see um To see movies uh, and superhero movies for sure too, but I I just think any movie that wants to capture the audience, it just needs to have a captivating hero Mm -hmm. uh, protagonist at the at at the helm, and um, you know the movies that, and I think you know I think the it's the anti's been upped over the years, uh, especially recently, where you you can't just have you know um, a, a for lack of a better example, like a John Wayne, where you don't know, any, you know, like he was a very simple, um, simple hero, uh, at least psychologically, I think. And, and nowadays, you know, um, you got to have, you got to gotta be, be more. more thoughtful about yeah. it. And so uh, because I think we're just we're more complex um,
0: today uh, than we were. And, and that's, again, this article, we don't need to spend much more time on it, but it's just about how, like you're mentioning way back when, some of the fairy tales and myths and things, depending upon what you're talking about, some were super simple. And that's what maybe was appealing about them, because it was trying to be able to understand and yeah. what was going on, and just the enjoyment of it. To now, though, a lot of these characters are so complex, and mm-hmm. why do they behave the way that they do? Where did they get that from? It's not just uh, that they have a power, Right., um, so the Batman comes to mind and where he, he's a man. Yeah, um, and you're he's getting some more
1: gadgets. You're getting more motive, uh, which sure. is telling, I think, of, of both hero and villain, but specifically the villains, um, you're, you know, it seems that the heroes, it's it's more there's that reactionary. Um, you know, there's trouble and they're reacting. Yeah. And they're reacting for the, the benefit and well being of, of others that they're trying to protect or preserve or whatever. Whereas the villain, you know, they're, um, you know, they're like striking, they're, uh, they're acting, um, you know, out. Um, they have a particular plan. And motive, and and um, and then there's so much more to like than their backstory and why and what's what's up with them? Why are they so angry? Why are they so, you know, evil? Do Um, they
0: see themselves as bad? Well, villainous. um, I mean, that's a question in and of itself. On you know, are they doing bad because they're they're just wrecking havoc? I think it's split. I mean, I think half of them know that they are, and half
1: of them have. such illusions um, that they're that they're the they're doing the right thing and mm-hmm. everyone else is wrong
0: mm-hmm. right I mm-hmm. mean that just right there is no I'm not I'm not the bad guy I don't yeah. I don't see myself as such
1: but they're flawed yeah in their thinking mm-hmm. they may they just may not realize it or uh, don't have the capacity yeah to realize it and those are
0: the ones that I again yes I am I am fascinating. fascinated fascinated is, is a great word I'm, I'm fascinated yeah. on what makes the villain who he or she is. Mm-hmm. The other stories are fine. Again, maybe a little bit more uh, along the lines of just um, stereotypical good versus evil and yeah. the fight and whatnot. There's a place for that. But the really interesting stories is uh, usually are when mm-hmm. you, you have that complexity. And I don't care, quite honestly, hero or villain. I love when um, and with the, my my English background, the protagonist and antagonist the bad guy is the protagonist. Right. Usually, we kind of think of the good guy as the as the one, the protagonist that you're mm-hmm. watching through. Like, we'll flip that because antagonist is just the one that's trying to stop the protagonist yeah. from accomplishing something, right? right? So let's take the lens or the eyes of the Joker and let's see what's really going on there and what's uh-huh. happening behind that and why he's behaving the way that he is. And his antagonist is actually Batman. And why is he getting in the way? Right. What's going on with that? I mean, that those are really interesting mm-hmm, stories. Mm-hmm. And sometimes um, authors and directors and whatnot do that. They take that same story, but you put it through the eyes of the other character. I love when those chapters yes. jump around and are able to do that really well. Because you, then you know all of that, and you're like, that is oh, <laughs> awesome. I know. Great storytelling. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm, I'm curious. Let's get right, after it. Let's, let's get after uh, it. We, we, so, uh, listeners, we... Do, we um, have created a new segment uh, this whole episode is, is dedicated to this but this will be a recurring segment from here on out heroes and villains and uh, and so uh, I've so the instructions were we were to each come prepared with one hero and one villain and uh, then we're gonna share them and then we're gonna basically pit them up against um, each other yep. and, whatever that and means. against the villain or yeah. whatever. So, okay. uh, but we didn't, we haven't, uh, we don't know what each other brought. Yep. So there's a there is a chance that we'll have the same ones. Oh, that would be. Weird. Um. But uh, hopefully we don't. And and uh, and and. the again, the other rule was it doesn't have to be DC or Marvel. It can be basically any hero, any genre, um, any villain, any hero. Um, Genre uh, yep. as well, so I will defer to you, Greg. Why don't you share with us your hero? My hero.
0: All right. So, just quick little backstory, because again, I had to start with with me. Like, where did this come from? Mm-hmm. So, when I say obviously with me, like, where when I was young, I was this underdog. Was probably my first guy way back when. Um, and and going through, eventually that that led to Luke Skywalker and all the Star Wars stuff. Um, and then lots of Marvel things have, have come within the past couple decades, and then they're into movies. But my hero is Spider-Man. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Unavoidable. I couldn't uh, yeah. do it. I'm, I'm laughing, listeners, because um, we were trying to set this up, and I had put it on a document, and Keith had seen it. And I'm like, all right, we'll change that. And I'm like, no, I can't <laughs> because that that's my guy among okay. all of them. And I tried uh, looking at ho- a list of 100 people mm-hmm. and whatever and tried to th- – there are others, but mm-hmm. if, if we're talking about like – like why this guy, um, and w- what what do we like about him? Um, why so love one of those qualities? And quite honestly, um, so he does have those. He was bit by a radioactive spider. He's got these um, abilities that are not normal. But he's he's also the, the true Spider Man. He's he's a smart aleck yeah. Um, he's he's trying to do the good things he's he's a teenager or depending upon where you are in his storyline a, um, a young adult uh, and and trying to do the right thing but stumbles a little bit bumbles a little uh-huh. bit says the wrong things a little uh-huh. bit um, is trying to keep his um, persona of spider-man separate and let other people not know who he is so yeah um, there, there's just some some pieces, and, and we all know with with great power comes great responsibility. That's from yes. that's actually from Spider Man, and and those are things that um, resonate w- with me. And as we said before, about how these superhero stories are a reflection of reality a little bit, and so there's just a little too much of uh, Spider Man in my background. <laughs> so that's also, my guy. That's your guy. So do you want my villain or my hero? No, let, I want to go. I want to go villain.
1: Like, okay. let's
0: throw him out there.
1: So this villain has already been named as uh, as we were talking okay. um i'm just gonna go classic probably best villain um the joker oh very good um uh i mean there's endless personality there there's just mayhem and um just absolute uh chaos. Um, it, it's it, obviously there's been a lot of different portrayals of the Joker. I think probably the best one that I've seen um, would be uh, Heath Ledger's yeah. um, portrayal of the Joker. Yeah. Uh, at least when it comes to complexity, probably
0: and borderline dis- disturbing. Where
1: that exactly? Where you're like, whoa. Like, and, and I think a good villain should keep you mm-hmm. unsettled constantly. Mm-hmm. Whenever they're on screen, whenever they're um, they're the main. Focus is you, you just you shouldn't be able to predict, yeah, what they're gonna do, say, uh, make you feel. Um, and and so I, I just, I, yeah, the Joker is, uh, and then that, then there's, there's weird humor there. True. Um, yeah, like you shouldn't laugh at it shouldn't, type of thing, and yet it is sort of and then and then um, funny clever mm. and just very intelligent mm-hmm. I respect an intelligent villain mm-hmm. that doesn't just rely on brute like force um, you know the, the joke part of what makes the Joker uh, in that movie so so unsettling is how much he kind of makes sense
0: yeah
1: uh, in a really weird backwards way and and can it is kind of you know, no know, knows how to push Batman's buttons, yeah. uh, and uh, and get a response. And so I, I just think that that makes for just an excellent villain.
0: I think I appreciate Heath Ledger's uh, version of it more because of Jack Nicholson's version of it. Having yeah. seen Jack Nicholson's version, and and he did a good job. Mm-hmm. I, I like that version and similar as far as characteristics and qualities of the of the villain. Just. Ledger took it to a again another yeah. level,
1: and Nicholson had the grandiose part. Yeah, of the that's Joker, a good way uh, to say. And it. and Ledger took it in this very uh, deep, maniacal,
0: uh, just yeah, uh,
1: disturbing. Yeah, because l- it pushes level. it to the like, right. wow,
0: we're we're now gone to that part which
1: of which for our audience today, I think, I think they they did a good job. Yeah, I mean, I think they did a good job of like. They didn't go too far. I think they went to the level that they needed to go to. Okay. Um, so so Spider-Man versus the Joker, if we were to pit them Same up, meets. I mean, of course we'd always pick the hero. Right. Um, and, and with the Spider-Man
0: uh, webbing ability, um, I mean, that that probably would there's some things that he could probably more easily do and yet it would be interesting to think about them because the joker is is like you say he he's very he's intelligent yeah and so i i also see that, again especially if we, if we focus on spider-man being young oh he um, could he pick him apart go, yeah that he would just stumble into a situation and then be oh gall. And yeah, thought about it.
1: I think the spider Spider-Man would really have to rely on his physical abilities. Yeah. Um, because I could see the Joker setting one heck of a trap yeah. for him. I um, agree with that. And and that uh, that. That would
0: be probably pretty overwhelming yeah. for a young the young Spider Man. Yeah, I agree, and it would be again if the Joker is really being deliberate about it. I, I think I think the Joker may win, but mm-hmm. if it's straight up, there, obviously just running into one another, and something bad's happening. He's robbing a bank, right? Uh-huh. Beginning of uh, the the second Dark Knight movies. It is the Dark Knight, I guess that one is yep. right. Yep. Um, Spider Man comes in, probably right, not not a problem. But I mean, when if you... he's setting them up. Yeah, if
1: you step back, I mean and I think I think this is what makes it h- hard for the filmmakers and the writers is that you know, you have to be careful not to set the villain up to be too too good at what they do yeah. because then it makes it unbelievable that they would lose. Yeah. You know, and so then that's, be, that's the that's the key is, well then what's the main weakness of the villain that then the hero exposes in the end and wins. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and that's where, again, it, it, it would be an interesting, yeah, an interesting battle. Cause mm-hmm. what, how, what would the Spider, what would Spider Man get on the Joker? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, good stuff. So do I go villain
0: now then? Yeah. So you I- would say you're villain and okay. I would
1: share my hero.
0: So, uh, Interestingly enough, again going through my list and whatnot, Joker was there, so that mm-hmm. that possibility of mm-hmm. us having the the same one was was pretty high. Um, I have to do some some shout outs to Darth Vader is my guy too. Uh, grew up with with that a little bit. Uh, have moved into uh, the world of Lord Voldemort, oh, um, so he who Tha- must not be named. Yes, no. the, the <laughs> Thanos snap and whatnot. Um, one more that I, I almost went with her, The Wicked Witch of the West. Oh, There's some really yes. interesting things with what she could mm-hmm. do or how evil she was. But I went a little more literary, mm-hmm. and I chose Professor James Moriarty. Ooh! So, the nemesis, the archenemy of the detective Sherlock Holmes. So, very similar in the sense of yes. your comments related to just messing with mm-hmm. you um, mm-hmm. and pulling you in and doing some things that, like, why would you do that? We're trying to be logical and figure out uh-huh. why he's doing what uh-huh. he's doing. Like, I'm just killing because I'm killing. Yeah. And I'm drawing you in <laughs> yeah. because yep. that's I'm messing with you mm-hmm. because it's fun to mess mm-hmm. with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, lots of different versions of that. Um, if you have not seen uh, the BBC version with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as Sherlock Holmes just called yeah. Sherlock and the Moriarty um, within that is you, you should yeah. see it fantastic job yep it almost moves a little too fast for me
1: and um, trying multiple, to keep up multiple viewings it does but I like it and I like the I like I like that it's smart and yeah you have to and you have to think. Exactly. Um, and it's twisted.
0: I mean, and Moriarty is very twisted he, in that. Very, and I don't want to reveal anything because there are just yeah. so many cool things about just this series. And it's, uh, he's portrayed by Andrew Scott is the actor. Um, and again, it's Sherlock, and he just does some things that are... He, he's a mastermind and um, obsessed and... and anyway... I'll yeah. just leave it at that. So James Moriarty. All
1: right. Well, mine's just pretty straightforward. Okay. I, as we were talking, I thought about changing it, but I'm just going to stick with the one I came uh, prepared with, uh, which is John McClane from the oh, Die Hard movies. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's awesome. And and just um, you know, he is your prototypical badass. Yep. And uh, he just, um, but also flawed. Um, you know, as I was thinking about his weaknesses, you know, he has a, a divorce. He's got a broken relationship where, um, you know, they give you kind of some hints about it. Uh, but basically, he's, he's pretty self-involved. Um, you know, kind of likes to play the victim card. It's you know, he's got more problems than everybody else. Um, but when, you know, when the 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 world is on the line, when. You know things are you yep. know he he steps to the challenge and and you can't kill him, yeah, and he's uh he's witty, he's funny um Good choice. he's he's got uh you know resourcefulness and he can adapt and he can just you know fight through it mm-hmm. um and I just yeah he's just a great hero mm-hmm. to to rally behind yeah uh in in those movies in fact,
0: what's interesting about it because there have been so many of them is it's almost we've talked about this complexity. I kind of don't want to know as we keep going. Like I don't want to know about him. Like leave him as he is. I don't want to get that backstory of his family and, and as they grow and whatnot. But uh, I actually was thinking about Hans Gruber a little bit within <laughs> yeah. within the villain stuff too. Both of those. I, that's that, that's a good comparison. So. Pretty good matchup here, don't yeah, you think? If very. we if we have McLean and and Moriarty, mm-hmm. and if they're in a, a situation, because um, McLean's a little more emotional, though, in the, Very. In, like he could get, I, I I think we're giving a little uh, leaning towards uh, the professor because,
1: well, McLean might
0: just go running in a little bit. He needs to slow down and think about it. Yeah, but there were moments in Die
1: Hard where you know he he does kind of. Uh, He's a little bit more strategic.
0: Um, in, True. In the, the end, even just—I yeah, mean, the yeah. climax is intended to be as such,
1: right? Yeah. Uh, so he's definitely has the ability, but yeah, the—I the, mean, yeah, the—the the ability of Moriarty to again, like the Joker, set a really good trap, um, play off of weaknesses is is, is definitely, and and he's just—he's really uh, a, a tough foe uh, for Sherlock, um, for sure, but. I don't know. I gotta go, McLean. I mean, he's, he 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 keep he kept surprising me. Yeah. Um, you know, in that movie, and you, you got to think that somehow, some way, he's he's gonna survive it and out. and grab a gun yep. at the last second and, yeah. and take care of business. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but I'm biased. So. Yeah.
0: No. I'm, that's why we, why we have the fodder. Yeah. Well, that was fun. It was. We enjoyed uh, your ears. We appreciate them and spending time with us. Uh, we encourage you to keep coming back. Uh, subscribe if you have not. Uh, and, and share with a friend. So have them enjoy yeah, share within, some within um, their lives as well. So do, do a fodder share. A fodder share. Yeah. Yeah. A hashtag it out, right? Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> hashtag fodder share. Exactly. Hey, we uh, appreciate those ears and we want you to come back and we're going to leave you with um, some superheroes from the script.